0: yo what up this is uh chuck and welcome to uh what it looked like episode 2 uh today we'll be talking about something that's been weighing heavy on me for about a week nostalgia bias and how it affects us all What it like. So something that I hear all the time is whatever used to be better back in the day. Now this happens a lot with music, uh, specifically right now, hip hop. And I really wanted to take a look at it. And what made me think about it was uh well first thing that brought it up was the Joe Budden a uh, little yachty thing that happened, and I found it weird because I kind of see both sides of it. I mean, uh, I personally think little yachty's fucking terrible. Uh, he, I, I don't see the talent. Uh, I don't see the appeal. Uh, but that's probably more generational than anything else, because. I mean, you know, I'm old, I'm 38, so, um, yeah, he's not making music for me, and and I get that, uh, and I can understand his whole, you know, telling Joe Button to relax and not really understanding why dude was coming at him like that. Uh, I get that, I hundred percent understand that, and it was, it was somewhat disrespectful to Joe to like go in on him like that. But then you look at it in Joe Button's side; is he wasn't really going in on him. It seemed more so that he was disappointed in Lil Yachty's lack of knowledge about the industry, lack of knowledge of you know what he wants out of it. And the thing that young dudes gotta understand is that when an old dude is talking to you like that. It's not necessarily you. He's talking to him, to his younger self. He's trying to stop you from making the same mistakes or not seeing the same pitfalls that, that may have caught him. So, he's not necessarily angry. He just knows better. And he's trying to relate that. And sometimes we relay it in the wrong way. Uh, and it comes off as sort of hating so I mean I can see both sides of it. <laughs> but I mean it's something I hear all the time. And uh you know, I was listening to some other thoughts about it, uh Hip Hop D X on uh on YouTube and just in general, uh especially with me living in Austin. Austin is one of those cities. Where the people who had been here 10 years prior or 20 years prior, 30 years prior, however long before you got here, will always tell you that the city was better in this decade or in this year. You know, I got here in 01, so I would hear from people that were here in like the 90s or the 80s, especially the 70s crowd. It would be like, oh, the city was so much better. And then I caught myself doing that to a degree to people who got here in like 2010. Oh, you know, this was better. This was. Yeah. And then uh, this past weekend, it was a uh, Pecan Street Festival, it's a festival they have out here. Uh, I think twice a year. I think they have one in the summer and one in the fall. Or oh, no, one in spring and one in fall. Something like that. And they basically block off what used to be pecan street Sixth street and they have a booth where people can sell you know their little homemade handcrafted shit and you know you can uh they cut they block the streets off so you can drink beer all the bars are open all day a lot of the bars are open all day you know you can go in and drink listen to some bands you know it's a real fun day you can bring your kids down there during the day at night it gets a little bit rottier and a little bit raunchier. Uh, but overall it's, it's a it's a it's a good time. And I've always had a good time whenever I went down there. And it just so happened that I didn't even know it was a street festival that day. I was just down there and uh I decided to walk around. I stayed out there for a good long time and I walked I think thirteen miles <laughs> that day. Just walking up and down Sixth Street, uh hanging out, you know, talking to different people. And honestly, it was just as fun as I remember it. Uh the people look different, but I mean fashion's change, you know, fashion changes with time and you know, the music was a little bit different, but not so different that, you know, it's not enjoyable. Uh You know, it was a fucking Spring day in Austin. It was hot. Uh, I met some people who was interested in the Kentucky Derby. dressed up for the Kentucky Derby. I didn't know that was that day. Uh, And yeah, you just hang out and you talk. And you get to know people. A little bit. And it's not different. Like, there's nothing... You know... And then I, that's when I really... And I mean, this is a thought that I've had. My, I've r- just rattled around in my head for a while. And I may have talked about it before on, uh, on the Whatever Man podcast. Shout out to Jerm. Which, uh, there will be an episode of Whatever Man podcast coming out soon. Uh, me and Jerm, may plans to get together. We're going to record. And uh, we're going to get into some dumb shit. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, but... Yeah, it's like I, I think when we think about the past, we have a lot of nostalgia bias uh, because when you think about the past, you don't think about the bad shit, really. And even when you think about the bad shit, you think about it in a funny way. Like, nobody likes to think about shit that sucks. And generally, if something sucked in the past, you tend to forget about it. or You tend to, to to make something out of it better than what it was than you do, you know, in a moment. In a moment, when something sucks in the moment, it just fucking sucks because you're going through it right then and there. But once you've gotten past it, you know, you can look back on it and laugh. Uh, you can find little moments inside that shitty moment that you, that you enjoyed. Uh, or you do a greatest hits. I mean, it's like, uh, that's why, uh, old school radio never sucks, really. Because old school radio, they don't play the shit that sucks. It's, it's just hit after hit after hit. And then you start to think, well, yeah, you know, shit was just better. They was just hits. Nah, they weren't just hits. There was shitty music back then, too. Like, the 90s had, we had our little yachty's and and whatnots. Um, one of the other things that I was doing, because I I watched a lot of hip-hop DX videos, um, they chronicled the career of MF Doom, and I love Doom. I think Doom is, uh, highly underrated lyricist. I love Danger Doom, uh, I like Mad Villainy, I like a lot of his shit. I got that, uh, Neruvian Doom, uh, mixtape cd whatever the fuck it's called now i don't know i downloaded the shit i don't know what people call it now uh but the thing is is i didn't know that doom got put on by fucking third base and like i'm like a lot of i thought third base was kind of whack like i mean they had that gas face joint but other than that it was kind of corny um it was kind of corny uh, you know, we had our young MCs, uh, our gimmicky rappers like Tone Loke, uh, who people think of as a legend, but you know, when do you put on your Tone Loke? Shit, nobody puts on fucking Tone Loke. And people bring up like 1993, which is a great year in hip hop. Uh, Illmatic, or no, Illmatic was 94. But, like, you had, like, six or seven bona fide hip hop classics come out in '93. Like, Wu Tang, uh, Tribe, I think Midnight Baratas came out then. Uh, Illmatic either came out then or was real close to that. Uh, there was just a ton of shit that came out that was just banging. But there was a whole year for music. Not everything that came out in '93 was hot. And I don't understand how people uh, forget that. I mean, it's a uh, it's a weird it's a weird thing that we do when we just you know we 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 had this bias about you know culture everything ain't sweet it's not everything wasn't great back then and i mean like now you know there was uh there was some great you know there was some great uh great albums that came out this year you know Kendrick came out this year j cole came out this year uh, I heard that new joy badass is nice. Uh there's always you know, the the cream of the crop rises and you can go through pretty much any year and pick out albums that that you know that, that'll that'll that are that are just great, that'll just you know, lift the lift the genre. And for a kid, you know, like me, I think these albums are nice. Uh you know, coming as a thirty-eight year old listening to hip hop that was made now that's made now. And I go, you know what? Yeah, these are these are you know, these are nice. Whatever. But if you're sixteen, 16, 17, or like in ninety three, I was I don't know, fourteen, and you're listening to these albums for the first time, you know, these are the ones that you grow up with. These are the ones that you're gonna look back on and you know, you're going to have your fondest memories, too. And in, you know, 2037, when you're listening to whatever fucking bullshit is coming out, then you're going to be like, Man, that shit sucks because you're going to have nostalgia bias. And I think that's something that everybody really needs to take a look at to uh, really objectively and effectively. Judge the world around them, you know. Do I have nostalgia colored glasses? Uh, so I'm just gonna go through uh, because I just pulled up the Google 1993 in hip hop, and these are the albums that came up: uh, Doggy Style, uh, 36 Chambers, Midnight Marauders. Return of the Boom Bat from KRVS one. Uh Balloon Mind State by De La Soul. Into the stage by Black Moon. And uh, come on. Uh strictly for my niggas, Tupac came out in ninety three. Uh That Diggable Planets joint came out in ninety three. Uh a new something. The joint was cool like that on it. Which I got. I just don't remember that fucking that whole name. Um, uh, you know, it was it was a great year. Uh, Ninety three till in infinity. Souls of mischief. That's a great fucking album. Uh, coming out hard. A ball and MJG. And if you're from the south, you already know. Uh, Black Sunday. Cypress Hill. Uh, till death do us part. The Ghetto Boys. One eighty seven. You wrote Spice One. Uh, 21 and over from the Alcoholics, uh, Lethal Injection, Ice Cube, Organics, the Roots, that fucking Shack album. I had that. I'm not gonna stand by it, but that fucking Foo track was not that bad. Uh, straight up suicide from Dos Effects. Uh, represent from Fat Joe, Black Rain from Queen Latifah. I mean, uh, yeah, that was some great. Uh, 1993 came out. Uh, by Naughty By Nature. 14 shots to the dome. Uh, shout out to the hashtag Blackout Podcast. Uh, we will be hitting y'all up soon about a collab on the Whatever Man Podcast. Uh, it's been a long time overdue. Uh, but yeah, that's coming soon too. So uh, hold on for that. Uh, yeah, so I mean it was a great year. There what. Were- also, some really, really shitty albums. Oh, uh, and when shit doesn't work, you tend to forget about it. Oh, crisscross Cross, the bomb came out in 1993. Now, some people will say, "Well, I mean, they were a kid group." Well, yeah. But that album still dropped during that time when everybody thought that oh every album that comes out every album that came out during that time was, was a banger was a c no, that that was them trying to be gangsters. It's when they started smoking weed and they shaved their braids and you know, they were they were then what Bow Wow is now. Um uh, I don't know. All I'm saying is... uh, You know, step back. You know, step back. Take a look at... What's really going on. Uh, Try to be a little more objective about it. Not have so much nostalgia bias... About the past. Because... You know... You may... Just be looking at it from a from a from a, a a bad perspective. You may not be may not be being totally totally honest with yourself. Totally honest and objective with yourself. Uh, because really, I mean, things change. You know, uh. You know, walking around Austin, it it looks real different now than it did from 2001. And and I'm sure any major city, any city at all, you know, in 15, 16 years, it's going to be a lot of changes. Uh, you know, that restaurant that you used to go to that you loved, the enchiladas or the rice or whatever is not there anymore because something happened. Uh the place that played the music that you liked isn't there anymore uh, because it lost its audience and yeah that shit sucks but there's something else there now and maybe it's just not to your taste maybe your taste maybe you didn't grow with the times and your tastes are just too old school. Uh, you know you're not what's popping anymore you got old and what's happening now doesn't really work with you it's not to your liking so just because it's to your liking not to your liking is it whack I, I don't know I don't necessarily agree with that because <laughs> it was something that I was thinking about uh, in the early nineties, late eighties, early nineties, there was a bunch of rappers in the seventies or from the, from the late seventies, early eighties, they didn't like what cats were doing, uh, during that time period, you know, they felt like they had built this foundation. They had built the genre. I mean, the, the late seventies early 80s rappers uh, the Africa Barabattas the Cool Herks, uh those DJs the uh, the B-Boys uh, guys like Grandmaster Caz, Melly Mel these guys they built the genre and they built it uh, as a stage show I mean they wanted to play arena they, they wanted it to be big they wanted it to be big and audacious and they wore costumes, and you know, had these you know light show and all this other crazy shit, because that's what they thought they were supposed to be doing. They thought they wanted they wanted to take this art form that was born out of house parties and and, and, and block parties and whatnot, and they wanted to build it into rock music, basically rock music. They wanted it to be as big as disco was back then. <laughs> And they thought to do that, they had to put on a show. So then, along comes these, you know, late 80s, early 90s rappers. And they like, nah, we bring this back to the street. And, and Run DMC came out wearing jeans and Adidas, you know, wearing the shit that they would normally see people wear. And they completely switched up the game. They started... You know, the the rhyme schemes were different. There were no, you know, lofty... I don't want to say lofty themes, but... But, you know, it was just different. They did something different. The kids took the art form and they went a different way with it. Now, I can sit back and I can objectively look at it because to me it was all a past. You know, uh... Uh, You know that joint The Broken Glass Everywhere That shit I love that fucking song The Message I love The Message The Message is one of my Top 10 songs in hip hop Uh, I also love Ron's House But to me They were already old school I was born in 78 But I didn't start listening to hip hop Until I don't know Mid 80's First Joint I remember listening to Was Slick Rick Hearing it play in uh, over the over the radio, uh, so to me, them, oh, the Run DMC and uh, the message and the show, Dougie Fresh, all of that shit had already happened, and I was looking at it as, oh, this is where this came from, and I could, I had the benefit of looking back and seeing it all and then looking at where I was then and sort of experiencing what was on then my point being is I didn't have a bias towards it either one but then you watch uh, documentaries with these other rappers and with people who were early in the movement and they see this change and they talk about their mindset then and they were like what the fuck are they doing uh, you know we built this up you know being a show we built this up to have some flash to have some style and these motherfuckers come in dressing like they just got off the bus and they think that shit is cool now eventually they came around to see the point and see that you know hip hop's not built around a show Oh. Uh, but it was that, you know, Millie Miller talking about run DMC is basically Joe Button talking to Yachty Like what the fuck are you doing? You know, uh, you know, I didn't, you know, pave this road so you know you can get hit by the same car that hit me. type of thing. Uh, we want this to last, and and you know I, I see that same train of thought, that same lineage, or that same line coming when you know people, people, people talk about really anything having to do with the past, like. Was it was it different? Was it just because it was older, or, or was it better? Or was it that it catered to what you know? You're from that time frame. That music's from that time frame, and it caters to you. Because, like, part of the reason why I like Joey Badass is because he sounds like a '90s rapper, and that was the time that I think. I connected most with it because even as a kid in the late 80s, early 90s, when hip-hop was big, we had not cable. I couldn't watch MTV raps, uh, you know, that sh- that show Pump It Up with Sister D used to come on once a week on network TV, and i get to see, like, rap videos every once in a while. If we lived in an apartment that had a satellite, we could get the box and watch uh watch it for like a couple hours a day for free but other than that i didn't like i didn't grow up with hip-hop i grew up with my parents music i grew up with old music with old soul r&b blues uh old pop you know listening to michael jackson and prince and parliament funkadelic and all the other shit uh shaka khan uh You know, all that kind of shit. So, like, for me, even though, you know, I am from the hip-hop generation, I still was able to look at it sort of from the outside in and see it for what it is. Like, you know, I judge shit on good and bad, not necessarily... you know, based on a time frame, like, I'm I'm a huge Wu-Tang fan, but I'm a huge Wu-Tang fan because it's good, not necessarily because of the, of the time frame, like, if, if something resonates with you, it, it resonates with you, if it don't, it don't, but if you don't like trap music just because they ain't saying shit, but then you turn around and you know, you listen to some bullshit from the 90s and they wasn't saying shit either. You know, I mean... You know, that was... You know, you, you had your... just catch from, uh... just just straight up gratuitous violence and drug use and all other shit. Like, that shit ain't new. Uh... you know, fucking you know, like I'm I'm a fan of Ice T. I think six in the morning is one of the greatest rap songs ever made. Cop Killer was whack. (laughs) And I know people like, well that's a rock album and it don't it's not it's no. I mean people forget the motherfuckers tried horrorcore in the nineties. That shit came out of you know, yeah you know, there was the gravediggers but there was a ton of other fucking groups that just that shit was horrible. Um, so this whack shit ain't nothing new it's not generational it's just motherfuckers are whack you know uh, now does that mean that I don't miss the past that I don't miss the places that I used to go and feel comfortable of course I do does that mean that it's not there for you know that it shouldn't be there for the 21-year-old that, or the, the 22, 24, 25-year-old that's out there in the streets now, should he not have a place that caters to him the way that place catered to me at that time? You know, just for nostalgia's sake? No. I mean, it's just what these kids do. Like, I don't, you know, I didn't get the tight pinstripe, lead, pinstripe leads in the 80s. Uh, I don't get skinny jeans now. But it's not a time thing. It's just I don't like tight pants. That shit just looks stupid. Uh, you know, that time when everybody was trying to dress like they was from New York. When I see niggas in Texas walking around with do-rags and Tim's on. And the summertime motherfucker is 900 degrees down here. What the fuck are you doing? Uh, when you see people... You know, trying to do West Coast shit, or, or trying to do South shit. You know, motherfucker, you know, with, your, with, the, with the Dickies and house shoes thing, like, that's not, you know, but I mean, it's it's all taste. It's all subjective, I guess, is what I'm trying to get to. It's it's all subjective. There's no objective thing. Uh, some people love your little yachty. I personally don't. I don't like designer some people tolerate him. I, I don't know why. Uh, you know, it's uh, a dude on on Instagram, uh, DJ Sway Fifty or uh, Fifty Two Savages. He's been dubbed and now calls himself uh, putting out his uh, little freestyles and whatnot. You know, it's funny. Uh, he's not a terrible rapper. I would rather listen to him. Than a bunch of these mumbo rappers because at least you you know at least i get a sense of what the fuck he's talking about uh but the thing is, is he's a 52 year old man rapping and talking about shit that if he was 30 you would be like what the fuck you know um You know, is it corny? A little bit. Is it funny? Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. It's entertaining. And and ultimately, that's what we're looking at is, is it entertaining? And some of these guys are entertaining. Like, you know, would I pay to see them? No. Uh, Do I understand why people think design is entertaining? Yeah, I actually do understand why people think design is entertaining. Because everybody loves a train wreck. Um uh, you know, Trinidad James, he's not a great artist, but he was, you know, that, that all go every song everything song was fucking entertaining. It was catchy. And sometimes people get hot, you know. Joe Button Joe Button's a, a a great rapper. I think Joe Button's a great lyricist. He's got a great voice, uh great flow. I listened to some of his mixtapes. The shit gets a little monotonous and fucking depressing, but you know, I love slaughterhouse, but that pump it up shit. The one, you know, commercial hit he had, the shit was entertaining. Was it great? No, it was not great lyrically. Um, you know, uh, and, and we get that nostalgia bias thing. It, it, sometimes it'll play against you, too. Like, uh, people recently, like, the, the new trend is the shit on Ja Rule. But the thing is, is that when you look back, Ja Rule had some fucking hits. He had legitimate pop hits. Now, in the rap community, that don't mean shit. In the hip-hop culture, that the, the pop hits don't count. Uh, but... I don't know, like in in you know, ten years from now when the oldie station comes on and you hear them Ja rule tracks with Ashanti and and fucking J Lo You know how 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 somebody gonna feel about it then? You know, if you was at the last of the Roller Rinks and that song came on the, the minute you kissed your girl and you went to her mama house because her mama went home and you smashed and that memory is tied to that song how are you going to feel about it then? You know, as much as I think Crisscross is whack you know, it, looking back on it you know, looking at the content I mean, all kitty rappers are fucking whack whack but the fact that the fact remains that I got my first dunk in a, in a basketball game <laughs> to crisscross Cross's jump. And when I think about that song, that's what I think about. So even though I can objectively look at the group and be like, yeah, you know, they were all right for a kitty group. But in the ultimate scheme of things, they wasn't really shit. That memory is still there. I still got that bias. I still think about it in a certain way because of that certain time you know uh, and I don't know I, I look at now and I look toward the future and I always see better because as much as I love the 90s as much as I think I had a lot of fun and I, I, to this day, say that from 1996 to 2001 was probably the most fun time of my life. Uh, I was running around doing dumb shit, listening to loud rap music. I, I was a backpacker. I was, you know, constantly had my backpack on, a uh, set of headphones, a big-ass book of CDs, batteries in my backpack. It was just fucking music all day in my ears everywhere I went, uh partying, drinking, having fun, and all that music during that time is all tied to different memories, different girls, different adventures I had, dumb shit I did. And I always love it. Uh case in point, the name of these podcasts, uh the Whatever Man podcast and this podcast, uh what it looked like, both Red Man songs. I constantly had a Red Man tape. Or a CD with me Everywhere I went To this day There's at least two or three Redman albums on my phone That I listen to When I'm driving When I'm walking somewhere Whenever I'm doing something If I go for a run If I'm not listening to a podcast I'm listening to to music uh, And Redman's always in there Somewhat uh, But I still look at now in the future as having the potential to be better because you know ten years ago I wouldn't be doing this. Ten years ago I wouldn't have two podcasts. Uh because it wasn't as easy. Like right now is the greatest time in the world to make shit. It doesn't really take much. I'm sitting here talking on the mic in front of my computer. Recording it. I'm going to slap the beginning and end credits on it. And put it out. And then people have something I made. And it will last as long as I want it to last. Out there. In fact. If somebody downloads it. It's out of my control. It could be out there forever. Like what I'm saying right now. 20, 30, 40 years from now. Somebody else is going to be listening to it. That's not something that you know. 10-15 years ago you had to go to school hope that you get a position at a radio station and then maybe 10 years from then they'll let you talk on the mic at midnight uh, in between playing records and then you couldn't curse and you couldn't say what you wanted to say you couldn't talk about what you wanted to talk about now you know I don't even need my computer I could actually do this into my phone and do it all from there Um, you know, the, the time now, and and I mean, with that, you know, there was, there was a more of a gatekeeper system back then. So less bullshit got through, but uh, you know, I don't see, I don't see back in the day is, is, is better. I don't think it's better. I don't necessarily think it's worse. I look at them as different. I mean, if, if anything's better, the future's better. Right? I mean, you going to tell me that, that black and white TV was better? It was better when we only had three channels to choose from? You know, uh, you definitely can't tell me video games are better. I mean, I love Pac-Man, but fuck. You know? Uh, Yeah, it's just... You know, you you look at back then, and and, and it wasn't the times that were better. It was just you were younger. You didn't know as much. Everything was newer. Everything was more exciting. Uh, You didn't have as many responsibilities. You were more free to do shit. And, you know... Now that you're a little bit older, she's different. She's not necessarily catered to you because let's face it, that's a young person's world out there. You know, and I'm talking like I'm fucking ancient. I'm not I'm not ancient. But I realize the world's made for fucking 20 year olds. You know? Uh you know, uh it's and and there's nothing wrong with that, you know i wish you know some more young people would step up and take control of shit and and do the things that you know step up basically uh which i think some of them will i think it is gonna happen at some point in time but you know the world's the world's made for you and then or why so many of them don't take advantage of it? I have no fucking idea. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's just what I wanted to talk about. You know, the whole nostalgia bias thing, because it's just too much. Just too much out here for us to to be. You know, to be bitching about. This is too much good shit out here. Uh, if it's not for you then it's not for you and you know just let it be at that but don't you know don't don't look back at the past as something that it wasn't is basically what I what I, what I think at least that's how I try to look at it I don't look at the past as it being you know something more Than what it was, because you know when people talk about other shit, like uh, like when you hear old, really, really old white people talk about the good old days, how much nicer it was, how much how much we didn't have as much racial strife and and you know we didn't have all of this killing and you know people were just more decent to each other no, people weren't more decent to each other. People were always assholes. It's just it didn't affect you. And now it affects you because you see it on your television every night and you want to go back to a time when you didn't know about it, when it wasn't in your face all the time. So it wasn't better. This is you didn't see the bad shit. Uh, and you don't want to feel like an asshole for ignoring it. So you want to go back to a time when it was just filtered for you it does make it better. You know, uh I just think people really need to sit up and uh, you know, take note of that. Take note of whatever nostalgia bias you might have about shit. Because like yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of fake shit. But there's always been a lot of fake shit. You know, people oh well, the girls were prettier they were more real back then mm, that's debatable they didn't have the surgeries it wasn't as outsized as it was but I mean there was always hoes. you know there were always girls you know rocking push-up bras uh, doing outlandish shit for attention uh they just didn't have an a vehicle to make it as easy as they do now you know uh that girl you know that one girl in the hood who fucked everybody now nah, she might not be fucking everybody maybe she's fucking two or three guys or she's got a fucking Instagram page or she's talking to everybody like it's, it's just it's it's the same bullshit taken in a different form nothing was simpler nothing was easier it was just not as widespread because there's so many platforms. now everybody's voice can get heard. Uh, and there's a lot more noise to filter through to get to the real shit. You know, you got to filter through a lot of noise to get to the actual signal, to get to the thing that actually matters. And I guess if anything is worse than, is that but then again there's no gatekeeper because back then if you wanted to get to the actual signal there was somebody standing there in your way if you wanted to get your voice out and have some sort of opinion out there in the world uh talk to somebody who maybe not be uh i don't want to say not is not mainstream but it's not You know, if you're not uh, a person who looks at the world in the way that you think the world wants you to look at it and you want to hear that voice or you want somebody else to be out there, you used to have to hunt, dig and find these people and hope that they didn't get cut off the air or or hope that there was some other uh, venue or time for them to come and talk to you. Nah, you just fucking look it up on your phone you know i i tend to think that when people did polls back in the day i mean people still do it now when they answer questions about you know religion sexuality uh uh certain tastes uh, race things like that people would get i think people give the answer that they think people want to hear because if you felt the way about it that the rest of the world didn't feel about it then, you know, you were kind of an outcast if you put that out there. But now, I think those outcasts are finding each other. And that's why you see uh, so much shit, you know, mixed in. Uh, so much shit out there now. It's because people have that outlet now. And it's it's easier to come out and say you're an atheist. Or come out and say you're gay. Or come out and say that, you know you fuck with this but don't fuck with that because now you know that there's more people out there like you and you feel more comfortable you don't feel like the outcast uh that's giving everybody a platform to say that they're an outcast to say that they're different uh but the thing is is that when you look at that really what you should see is that everybody's different you know Some mainstream shit is mainstream and corporate and, you know, it gets pushed. But some mainstream shit is good. It's just good. And it's just something generally that everybody likes. Uh, and I think that's fine and acceptable too. Like, I don't hate shit just because other people like it. I think that's the dumbest shit in the world. You know, I was never one of them people that was like, oh, well, such and such band was good until they got popular and then it was all about the money. Well, they were trying to make money before, it's just they weren't. And now, because some kids you think is an asshole likes the same thing you do, it doesn't make it bad. Like, if the quality hasn't changed, it shouldn't matter. Uh, but you had that nostalgia bias of So when it was your thing and now it's everybody's thing and you feel some kind of way about that. It's just, it does make sense to me. I, I don't see the the point in, you know, I, I don't I don't see the point in looking at the world that way. And that's you know that's really what I wanted to talk about because I it was it was just weighing heavy on my mind. Um. So yeah. You know, watch your nostalgia bias. Uh when evaluating life, when evaluating culture, when you know, when you when you looking through this shit, just you know, be cognizant of it. Be be aware of it. Because we all have it. Is it the worst thing in the world? No. Uh but I think you'll tend to miss out on shit if you don't watch it. If you think uh You know, if you think this is a, uh, you know, if you think, if you think shit's, you know, the the only good shit in the world is the shit that you liked, you know, 10 years ago, you will miss out on a lot of shit. You know, try new shit. You know, uh, look to the future with some, with some, with some fucking hope, with some goddamn positivity. You know, it, it's not getting, you know. Don't think of things as getting worse. Think of it as, you know, being different. And if it's headed in a way that you don't like, then you got a, you got the ability to change it. You got the ability to say something about it. You know, if you think the shit on the radio was whack, you now have the ability to, to cultivate an audience and, and put out the shit that you think is good. You know, everybody's got the shot now. That's a fucking good thing. Uh so yeah I'm gonna uh end it off with that. Uh it's just you know how I felt about things and I just wanted to put that out there. Um so like I said before, man, uh me and Jeremy all getting together uh sometime in the next couple of weeks. We're going to put out an episode. Uh, I hope to have about three. Uh, like I said, man, we've been going through some bullshit for the last couple months. I haven't been able to drive. That's why we haven't been able to uh, get together. That's totally on me. Uh, but that's all going to be rectified in probably, probably July. Uh, and then we're going to be putting out so many episodes. You motherfuckers are going to get sick of us. Uh, but until then, I'm thinking we're probably going to have three to four more whatever man podcasts uh up until july until we can get back on a you know real regular recording schedule uh until then i'm probably gonna be doing these at least once a week uh i want to thank everybody who supported me uh supported the first episode of what it looked like uh i got a real uh you know a real a real decent response uh from it uh, and I know people have been listening to it, uh, and I appreciate that. You know, any all listen any and all listens, uh, uh, appreciated uh, all the feedback we got from the ha- uh, hashtag blackout guys. Uh, respect to y'all. Uh, you know, just in time podcast. Respect to y'all. Talk it out. Uh, Dinner in a podcast. Uh, the white pants society uh, Potter family, pod pods in color, tripod, pod Pied echo, pod All you guys, uh, respect to y'all, uh, for keeping this out, keeping this going, keeping the community going. Um, and yeah, man, I, I love doing this. Oh, love recording, love putting my thoughts out there. Love hearing the thoughts of others and, and, you know, being able to keep that conversation going. Uh, so, yeah, man, until uh, until next time, you know, keep an open mind. Uh, think I'm not here to teach or preach. I really just want people to think about things in a different way. Because, uh, like, when I see shit getting stagnant or, or people sort of closing off, I don't like to see that. Uh, you know, I want people to, to just you know, look at life. Not like me, but just look at it. Like, look at it, study it. Uh, figure out what it is that you, you know, you know, I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to say. Just, you know, respect y'all. Uh, and like I say, I always appreciate feedback. Uh, so you can hit us up on Twitter at uh, whatever man pod. I'm not making a separate fucking Twitter for this shit. Oh, same uh twitter instagram uh is at WhateverManPod. pod look up the whatever man pod on uh well, it's chuck and germ on facebook so it'll be facebook slash chuck and germ uh you can go to our website uh dot com, and uh drop uh this episode it all there's always a comment section on every episode up there um uh, yeah man hit us up tell us what you think uh tell me if you think I'm wrong uh fuck you can even hit us up on email uh feedback at whateverman dot com uh just anything uh I know there's a lot of podcasts and getting those uh Google voicemail things. I'm a little leery about that shit because I don't check my own fucking phone. I highly doubt I'd ever check the gmail thing, but you know maybe. Maybe. Because I do want to hear from people. I do love feedback. I do love... I love conversation. I love going back and forth. Uh... I love to argue... With people. Uh... You know. Uh... But... Yeah. So, uh... Like I said... Shout out to everybody, man. Uh, Hashtag Blackout Podcast. Morning Neurosis. Uh... Yeah, Juliet Miranda. She's got a... She has a great podcast. Uh... The Unwritable Rent. Uh... I already said the White Pants Society. Uh Q the Great Uh Second Shift Podcast. Ramblin', random ramblings with Rob. Shout out to that man. You crazy. With the control you skeet. Uh I do wild. Wow. Uh Buffet Boys. Uh D Murph. Uh what is it? The uh, Critical Dump. Uh Two Shots and a Brew. All you guys to get this one. That's uh, that's what this. it looked like for the day. Everything I'm out. It was all smooth and calm, and it was like, yo, man, what's building, bro? I'm building, man. I'm saying like, remember like, back in like a '70 fucking '79? Nah, nah, '87. That was my favorite shit, man. Holy shit, everything, was everything was lovely too. man. Yo, do get, get the fuck out the rain, nigga. The fuck? Oh, so, who the fuck is that? Hey, yo, Ghost, yo, Ray. What's up with y'all niggas, man? Fuck y'all niggas, Hey, you know, everybody's talking about the good old days, right? Yeah. Everybody, the good old days, the good yeah. old days. Good old days, Well, yeah. let's talk about the good old days. Talking. Talking about something deep, Homes, like... What is life, Homes? What is it about? Talking... Do we just go in the ground, or is there something after all this stuff, Homes? Like, what is later, Homes?